You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm John, your host for the evening, and tonight we have a trio on the podcast. We have John. How you doing? Evening, John. How are you? Good, John. And we also have Chris, a late addition. He thought earlier he wasn't going to make it, but he's shaking, shaking off that hamstring strain and he's on. Uh, late fitness test. Um, glad, glad to be here again. I'm just thinking, the, the, the listeners remember the trio biscuit? Yeah, oh, sure, like I. Yeah. Do you want one now? That wee girl just annoy me. It was a sweetie voice, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it's a good basketball. Uh, I've never said it at the start. I think I've said it at the start of the podcast week a while what we're drinking. Uh, I'm on the mag last night, actually. I always feel bad. I think I've said it before. It's like I'm giving money to Celtic when I drink it. Because uh, oh, we need the money. I know. Exactly, aye. What were you? Me, I'm on the, the Pepsi Max. Yeah, all Pepsi Max. That's just good, night. I'm, I'm, I'm having a wee uh, Desperado tonight. A wee Desperado? Yeah. A wee cheeky one? Yep. Um, so, the charity bets, we were a bit unfortunate again because, yet again, we the first goal scorer that we picked. The game that he was supposed to feature in got postponed. So, um, it was too late for us to change it. So, other charity bet, it was, it was looking pretty decent. A broth. Won easily, 4 1. Motherwell did D, both teams' score came up after 22 minutes. <laughs> about, uh, the, ba- uh, the banker, well, was it the banker? It was 4 5 moving the banker out of 3. It should have been, right? Yeah. Aye, aye, they, they hamstered it. No, no. Yeah. I'll take the blame for it this week because I think that was my call. Yeah, but um, I was looking at the stats for that game. Um, you know, as it came to the ninety-second minute, I think both sides only had three shots each, so that oh. couldn't have been an exciting Angus Danby that one. No, not at all. So hopefully we can come up with something better this week. Uh, obviously, there's the cup fixtures, so there's not going to be as many league fixtures this weekend, but we'll see what we can come up with. And then hopefully, in terms of our first goal scorer, hopefully he plays and gets to play because we've had a couple recently whereby. Uh, that's not worked out so aye no so good there however for the three of us I would say the weekend started pretty well in terms of Scottish football Friday night uh, aye over to you guys Inverness against Rangers have we not missed a game? there was another game last midweek that I think was probably worth talking about well you could talk about it the uh, the, the mauling of hearts again in the Scottish Cup Sunshine. See, I was going to come on to that when we talked about the Scottish Cup, maybe, but I, yeah, yeah. From what from what I've seen in the highlights and heard listening it in the radio live, it was um, it was pretty one sided. You know, you wouldn't have known who the championship team were, um, but it was certainly down to um, who was the better prepared, and there was no question who that was. Hibs were up for it, and oh, Hearts, their problems continue. Uh, it was, uh, was I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder if this is why Hamish is in um, hiding just now. He's moving to 
what, Dubai or something, Australia, he's far away from He's moving at life. But I think I called it, I think I said Hibs would win it. I fancy tabs. I, I reckon I reckon they could go all the way to penalties, but uh, it was never much danger of that. No, definitely not. Hearts are just, you know, they're a wee bit disorganised just now to say listen, there's more of that to come later in the podcast. Imagine if after all that time I had not won in a Scottish Cup they went back to back ones. I hope not. No, I hope sure not as well, but stranger things have happened. Um, what buses, that we're thinking. He just well, wanted to go on at once. Well, I think I think we're overdue um, cut one, so um, well, let's have that moment this year. Although I think Celtic have something to say about that. You're 27 years. Mm-hmm. 27 years, aye. Yeah. Well, I my first football memory is that one. Uh, sadly, it's one of mine as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got I've got vague memories of sitting yeah. out in the back garden on a black and white portable watching that game with my dad. In 1990, oh, surely you'd have upgraded by that point. Yeah, I, no, well, this was a wee portable one. It was a black and white we had. That's that, that telly eventually became mine from my bedroom. So I've got distinct memories of having a black and white telly in my bedroom that had a dial. <laughs> <laughs> I had to remember what channel number was. <laughs> well, I just remember that one, um, obviously, for the penalty shot. My favourite player um, at the time, Brian Irvin, scoring the winning penalty. It was just a fantastic memory. But, um couldn't believe that's the last time we've won it. There's not even been a final for 17 years. This is probably exactly the same reason why I don't like Anton Rogan when many of my friends do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's not even fair because he wasn't the only one that missed that day. No. I don't remember. Who was it that missed for Aberdeen that day? Brian Grant. There we go. Um, and Dubchek missed the, the first time. Dubchek was the only one, I, I think had Rogan scored, we were down to the keepers. Aye. Nine, Five, eight, nine eight be... penalties, he's won. Yeah, I nine eight. Never forget that. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say about the, the rest of the cup, but we can move on, I suppose. You may be, you may be right, but I'll come back to you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on to Friday. <laughs> Inverness and Rangers. Rangers are team under pressure, no manager. Inverness, desperate for a win. Yeah, that was uh, Inverness's first win since October in the league. Yes. It was indeed. And yeah. uh, deserved, from what I understood. I didn't actually sit and watch the game, but I've seen the highlights. And, mm-hmm. um, I think Rangers started well, but never really got in for a bit. But Inverness were certainly taking their chances. Got the, the opening goal from long range. And then at half time, one up, then Rangers got their customary penalty. I say customary, it was a, it was a penalty. There's not a doubt it was much to it that one. Oh, aye. Ah, it was a penalty, yeah. aye. Um, and then just when you thought that was uh, Rangers might go and win the game or something, it was Inverness that got another penalty. And to uh, Fulham's credit, he saved it. <laughs> Only for Inverness to score over the kick a couple of minutes later. <laughs> Wait, which was also described by the Rangers Twitter as a, a, a volley with his back to goal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've never heard an overhead kick described in that fashion before. No, it was, it was another one. That was a fight finish, but... Yeah, I thought you were going to say it was just a hit and hope. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a brilliant um, piece of skill. Um, and, you know, that's obviously why they brought him back to the club and that he'll get those goals that'll keep him up. So it's funny, we pre- we all predicted one all last week, but as the week went on, I just fancied Inverness. I just had a feeling they were going to get that victory. And from what I heard, they were... 
the team that went for it more. Um, you know, they took off Ross, um, a whole midfielder, Ross Shaper, and put on Vigers. Um, it almost didn't work because Vigers missed the penalty, but then they got the winner. So, you know, credit to Richie Fawn, who took a lot of stick. And I see, he called I his s- tactics right. I saw a couple of people questioning why Vigers was taking the penalty and not Bala McKay, but they obviously forgot the fact that Bala McKay missed a penalty the previous week. I mean, he scored, he scored one, but he also missed one. So. Yeah, and Tansy missed before that. Mm-hmm. So it could be a win to kick start in Venezia's season. Well, yeah, it comes from hot and heels of that draw with, with Hearts. So, although that's not a bad result now, given the way Hearts are playing recently. Uh, but, yeah. Hey, that was. Aye. Uh, I, f- I first went to October. Only four wins now they've had in the league. Is it still only four? Aye. It lifted them off the bottom, though. It has yeah. lifted them off the bottom. Mm-hmm. It may be the wee boost that um, kickstarts their season. Could be, although we'll see what happens midweek. Moving on to Saturday then. Where should we start? Celtic. Oh, you want to get out of the way because it was an hour pedestrian. Yes, we don't get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, there's, there's not all that much to say about this game. I mean, the Dembele goal is a thing of beauty. So you could talk about that. Uh, he, he did beat a couple of men and then floated it in the top corner, which just before the came at a important time as well. Yeah, so important time because how about it? They've had their chances, eh? They've done pretty well, having to kind of limit Celtic to a few chances. Yeah, so it was a bit of a sucker punch for them. And then, uh, obviously, I got the second goal in the second half. Another penalty. Uh, no doubt about that one. Tierney was drinking his way into the box and then Donati, former Celtic player, of course, came out and took him out. Bye. Giving you a, a favour, you know? That's it, uh, Could do with their own favours, because uh, the other team have replaced Inverness at the bottom. <laughs> they have, I. We've got them tomorrow night. Uh, but, go on to that layer, but Aberdeen, we are one of the only teams that have lost against Aberdeen this season. A bit of a mixed record at Hamilton. Yeah, we've only won one in four, in the last four at um, Hamilton. The only game that we've won was the win where Willie Collum and the officials tried their best um, to disallow more goals. Aye. I suppose we could get Aberdeen out of the way as well, in terms of that game. Yeah, yeah, that was absolutely uh, terrific strike by Adam Rooney. Oh, aye. <laughs> you, you knew everything about it. Oh, aye. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but aye. But Sherry came back in for Christie, uh, which I wasn't very surprising. Uh, in terms of overhead kicks, Rooney had a couple overhead kicks mm-hmm. in the game. He would be careful overhead kicks, but however, he wasn't as successful as uh, Mackay was. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Aberdeen had a, the better chances, certainly. Didn't really see many chances that Ross County had. Yeah, again, I think it was a deserved win that took a while to come, and it was a bit of a fortune that got the goal, but I think Aberdeen probably deserved it in the, the face of it. Yeah, for what I saw in the highlights and what I saw the the match stats, um, I think we just about deserved it. But no, Ross County still had a, a couple of little opportunities that on another day they could have easily got a point out of that. So, but the main thing was getting the three points and extending that that lead over Rangers. And as it turned out, um, Hearts and St Johnson. Yeah, uh, aye. Well, well, nine points over Rangers now. Mm-hmm. Nine um, over Rangers. Yeah, yeah another six back to Hearts after that. Fourteen clear of hearts. Mm-hmm. Aye, five, five and six of hearts and so behind, uh, behind Rangers. I mean, so aye, it's looking good mm-hmm. for Aberdeen now. They're a clean sheet as well. 
that's Joe Lewis, nine clean sheets in the league, really up to ten goals in the league, so in the double figures. After and he's considered to maybe to not be having the greatest of seasons, but he may be going a wee run of goals now. And the other thing that maybe was important was Mel Stoney kind of getting a chance to come on because Stockley's injured. Uh, Stockley will miss out tomorrow night as well, so so just means maybe a few more chances and then to kind of get a wee goal to kind of kickstart his season. Mm-hmm. He's almost scored once for us. Yeah, he put in a few good crosses into the box. Um, what's on the house as well? I mean, he looks as though he certainly looks as though he had a point to prove and um, did his uh, chances no harm at all. Um, although I think it will likely be same eleven again tomorrow night. Oh, definitely. Hi, no doubt about it. Same eleven. But he's, he's definitely going to get more chances, story because we've got a smaller squad than after the January transfer window. So, but yeah, ten, ten minutes out of eleven. So, yep. happy days. Yeah, hopefully that will continue this week, certainly. Uh, Motherwell did the oh dear, Mark McGee, what a week he's had, eh? <laughs> Aye. <laughs> what, a sh- what a shame. Yeah, I said as much in my, my blog this week, which you can see in the, the forum and on the, um, the Twitter feeds. But yeah, I think Motherwell have got problems and all of it stems to him. No, yeah, he can't control some of the injuries they've got just now. But you know, in terms of the team mentality, you know, the their discipline issues and the way they're defending, you know, he's got to carry the can. And Mullen, big trouble now. Yeah, I mean, it all started with that own goal that he had the, the opener for the was it Jules? You know, the first couple yes. of minutes of the game, so it never helped. And then well, they, they did pull it back through the wall, so it was one each, and that was what helped us. So. Would have helped us in charity about if not for four for. But after that, it just fell apart. All six goals of the game came in the first half. Um, they, were, they were better in the second half. They were a bit unlucky. Um, although I think their closest chance was Darnley D heading against his own post. Mm-hmm. So they were certainly improved in the second half. But the game was well gone, didn't it? Yeah, but I exactly. How much did Dundee switch off at that point? Because yeah. when you're five one up in the game, you know you're not going to put in the same effort because you know the game's done. And you know at least five one at home, eh, one of your rivals for relegation slash top six who haven't been scoring many goals. You know it's embarrassing for them. Um, and I feel for Mullow supporters, including um, I'll get his name out this week. My best mate Keith. Um, you know they'll be suffering just now because you know a lot of them are out um, protesting at half time. Then full time, no, they're definitely not happy with him. And rightly so. Right, we were joking about Hamish uh, being posted this in the last few weeks. My hearts are going. Uh, Greg must be in uh, suicide watch at this point. I think he's 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 uh, started to put a broth down, which is a turn for the books. Aye, that's how that's how bad it's gone for Greg. Uh, but just again, just woeful defending. I know McGee's commented about injuries and stuff like that, but some of that stuff was. Basic stuff oh, like not dealing, McCross, not dealing yeah. with crosses out of the box, the time and space that some kind of for some of the kind of goals as well. Um, however, on the flip side for Dundee, back to back wins for them, which is good for them. Yeah, and then they the top six too. Yeah, um, and the one that's kind of maybe making a difference is Haber. Obviously, he got a double at the weekend, but he scored a few goals since he's signed for Dundee. So, him and Ojaba seem to be working out quite well as a pair. Uh, other team that picked up back to back wins as well, Party Thistle. Beating yeah. Hearts, who yeah. Yeah, had you a that? Yeah, I did actually. I was um, I was fully confident that Hearts would continue their poor away form. 
Um, and I reiterated that on, on Friday after the obviously Saturday morning after the Rangers game, I was reassuring the Rangers fans that it was, they didn't need to worry about Hearts, and so it turned out. Um, I know Hearts went down to ten men in this game, a couple of bookings for against Alves, but um, for what I heard, Sissel fully deserved it even before then. I think without my hearts as well, I think we spoke earlier on when they got a couple of wins about ah, it was good to get a reboost, but probably the amount of changes is leading to inconsistencies as well, because it's going to take a lot of time for these players to get to know each other. Um, but I Did you watch sports scene last night? Yes. Well, I did watch it last night, I watched it. Yeah. Michael Stewart, tonight, Stewart made an excellent point about that. If you've got a director of football with Hearts having Craig Levine, that's where the consistency is supposed to come. So why on earth are Hearts making what nine changes during the January transfer window? Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what shouldn't happen when you've got a director of football and consistency. So, I mean, who, who's bit- who's picking the team at that? Is, 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 is it Catherine that wanted the nine changes? Was it Levine that wanted the nine changes? And he's just mad. It's, you're right. You would think Catherine's wanted to start. You think obviously Catherine wants to start his start his own mark on the team. Um, yeah, but I, I understand that. But but no, night players as a lot, definitely. If you're going to use yeah. that director of football model, then there has to be some level of consistency through that. But yeah, exactly. So it then becomes a question of how do you stamp your authority on it if you're the yeah. only head coach? Yeah, I don't think they've been helped with the fact that you know, their entire defence almost uh, needed a change because you had Parson getting injured, Sutter getting injured, and then you had Rossi um, going and uh, the. It's the Turkish boy's name again. Uh, his name's escaped. Ostak. Ostak, that's him, yeah. So that's the entire back four all gone. Um, and plus, Reras went to the um, the African Cup of Nations. So, haven't they bed in a brand new defence in itself um, at this time of the season? Tony Wall you know, went as well. Yeah, he's no miss. That's two strikers that weren't scoring goals. Reras is probably a, a good example though because he was one that was clearing things off the line or left right centre before he went. So uh, you're right, he's a good set of uh, Patterson and uh, Souter getting injuries. You're right, it's, some of those changes were necessary but it's, oh, it still doesn't add up to the nine. And it's all foreigners as well. And I think that was the point about the cup tie last week that affected... Uh, you know, the difference is two sides. Hibs had six Scots um, and Hearts, I think, only had two in their starting lineup. And, you know, you're talking about nine players who don't really know what the Derby's all about and that played to Hibs' advantage. And it can't be helping Hearts right now in the league form either. You wonder whether fans will obviously allow him time to the end of the season to then rebuild. Because obviously there's no danger of them going into bottom sits, we think... They're still not that far off Rangers, but if things continue to be kind of as inconsistent as they have been under Cato so far, you wonder whether he'll, he'll last much longer than the end of the season. And yeah, when you look at the, the results in January February, I mean, they took two attempts to beat Wraith Rovers and that went to extra time. Thumped off Celtic, but then everybody loses to Celtic. They had that wee spell where they beat Rangers and then Mullerbo, but they haven't won since. They've had a couple of draws, one of them being against Hibs the first time uh, out in the Cup. Uh, they drew Inverness last week, obviously lost to Hibs in the week, and then they've lost to Thistle. So, they're at home to Ross County next. Their home form is better than their away form, but you almost fancy Ross County to do something like it. We're a bit unlucky when it comes to the results recently, but they're still, they're, they're still quite a capable team. 
Yeah, definitely. And he'll fancy um, trying to get that top six spot. They need in a Zilbert Ross County as well, because they'll get dragged into... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're level, getting, well, even, even yeah. more so as the weeks go by. They're level on points uh, from below. Uh, they're four behind Kamala, who are immediately above them. So there's yeah. almost a, a little break happening in that sort of bottom seven between the, the, the sixth, seventh, and eighth, and then below that. Yeah, that could change in a couple of weeks. I mean, Ross yeah. County and Motherwell um, started in sixth and seventh at the start of this month, and now the other one's getting dragged in towards Inverness and Hamilton. And that can change in a few weeks. It could be Thistle and Dundee again. No, it's just crazy down there. Yeah, the thing is though that we're going to Kilmarnock as well, obviously they, at St Johnson. Well that was a bigger shot they, coming they, the weekend. Was it the, well, the, I did, the beat St Johnson to them? So. I think I did say St Johnson have got a dodge record at home this season. You did? Uh, not sure I expected Kilmarnock to win there, but I, they seem to be... They're, they're actually in decent form, even without... Before uh, Cl- uh, Clark went, they were in an alright bit of form. They've all lost one in the last six in the league. Sort of, yeah, it, it pretty decent form. Mm-hmm. It certainly, does Lee McCall's chances no harm um, getting that win. And no, that's obviously nothing's been confirmed yet. But um, I th- I've got a feeling that he'll get appointed quite soon. Um, but what a goal by Mackenzie two weeks in a row he scored now. Mm-hmm. No, I think I we said finish. Lee McCall here. We said it last week. We think he probably fancies a job this week or this time around when he didn't do it months ago. But um, it, what, they, they, they'd had a pretty good game against uh, Aberdeen last week. They were unlucky to lose that. It was just the, the, the defensive swap-ups. So to then follow that up by a win at St. Johnson, that's two teams above them they've managed to, to have uh, a decent game against. I mean, what's the next fixtures? Uh... They've got Mother at home Saturday. Oh, yeah, they're not playing Madrid. That's, that's, that's confusing me. Yeah, yeah. two sides are at the cup. Yeah, so that's a team below them they're playing for the first time, so... Maybe fancy they're chasing and a team who's struggled. They're chasing the top six. Yeah, they're chasing the top six. They're, they're in that little pack. It's uh, like only two behind Dundee. They're in, they're in the sixth spot. So a wee run, but they would make it. Aye, maybe we need to change it at the right time. Well, change the first one. Aye, but Clark was at fault for for both folks. Then he he didn't cover himself in glory for Salmon's goal either. His mistake for the Salmon one was definitely worse than the first one. The first one's a poor clearance, but it's great skill by McKenzie to get that over him from where he was. But uh, the second one, basic stuff. And Clarks have been having a good season this season um, at St Johnson, so it was great to see him make those, that mistake. But, yeah, it, I mean, good for Connor Salmon finally getting a goal. He, he, played, he played all right against Aberdeen because there's a few problems with... So, aye. He, he certainly just... caused Celtic a few problems when he was playing for Hearts earlier on the season as well, but it never quite seemed to click for him at Tynecastle. He's well, he made—I mean, he made a bit of a name for himself at uh, Kilmarnock the last time he was there. So I'm not surprised he's, he's starting to look pretty good there again. Yeah, it was really I that think it'll hard season help. at Kilmarnock. Sorry, John. Um, it was just he had a half a good ah. season at Kilmarnock where he played real well and he's moved to Wigan. Um, but. He's got something about him which can cause defences problems, but he's not. He didn't show that hearts for whatever reason. He's probably a good foil for Boyd as well because Salmon will be more likely to get in, stuck him in, in about defenders and kind of be physical, whereas that will kind of free up some space for Boyd to maybe get some chances to score as well. So uh, it could work out better. I think it never worked out well with Tony Watt because Tony Watt's not a penalty box striker, whereas I uh, Boyd is. 
And he's got a terrible attitude as well. Yep. That's covered all the game, isn't it? I think so, eh? That should be quite quick. Covering all them. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've done well. There hasn't been much controversy this week. Well, other than Challenge of Forest, but even I've seen that. I've seen the, 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 the man who made the challenge defended by Brendan Rodgers, so what else can you say about it? I just hope Forrest isn't out injured for too long because he's been in great form this season. And I was kind of hoping he might carry that form in at Scotland. Oh, I know what we should have mentioned. never usually does, but... Aye. I know what we should have mentioned, Stuart Armstrong's miss. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that was a bad one. I don't talk about misses at Celtic Park. Aye. At least you could say you've got something in common with him. That's probably where it stops. His hair's even better than mine. (laughs) It was so definitely I, Van Vossen-esque, the miss. Yeah. Um, although it didn't matter because his team won it um, on, on the day. Um, it just stopped it being three. Ah, there, was a, there was an Ask Stuart Armstrong thing on Twitter this morning. Um, and a mate of mine tweeted him, uh, we had you as first goal scorer on Saturday. Do you want to know what my son called you? <laughs> you missed that chance. <laughs> I don't think he got a response to that one, unfortunately. <laughs> Dear. Although I see um, Speaking of bad misses um, uh, I see F.A. Ambrose is away to um, Hibs on an emergency loan deal After he's moved to Blackburn Fell through after a month Yeah I, I can't believe how long that took To actually get that sorted Whether it was, it was going through or not It seemed a bit weird but Anyway, yeah, well, FM, it was back to the Celtic this morning, and then this news that he's got an emergency loan to Hibs, which is what, 90 days or something like that? Mm-hmm. What's the emergency this time? I don't understand that's uh, the last time it happened with the Chris Commons. Too many injuries. I suppose any lower league clubs can do that. They can get emergency loans, even if it's. Because uh, I remember earlier on when the Commons had happened, we were all like, hey, I thought it was only goalkeepers, but it turns out that they can do. No, they can do emergency loans. But what's the say then that folk just say, aye, I've got a few players injured to get emergency loan? Right, it seems like they've moved them. Maybe Hibs are doing their bit to make the championship more interesting because they look as though they're a bit of a Although, judging for the weekends, they could maybe do with another defender after throwing a two-goal lead away against the firm one. No, it matters because Dundee United drew. Aye, well, the top four all drew. Because Dundee United were playing Morton, it was 1 0, and then Falkirk drew with uh, Dumbarton 2 0. Actually, there was four draws in that league, but St. Mirren got a wee victory, so they're only five points behind there now. Getting up, so, getting up. A wee, a wee sniff of a chance. Right. And they got a wee break at my, uh, the weekend because they're playing in the Cup, so. <laughs> it to see how they, how they take that and whether they get anything out of them. Two, th- two um, wee stories that came out of League 2 over the weekend. Um, well, there was also um, a minor one came to the Derek Riordan, his sign for Edinburgh City. Um, but the bigger one was obviously Barry Ferguson leaving Clyde, which prompted um, social media to say he's the next Rangers manager. Uh, I'm sure Rangers Please. wouldn't have been that daft. <laughs> no. Um, no wins in the last 10 league games, I think. And they went from third to eighth. Don't think that's quite Rangers standards, although I don't know about nowadays. I th- another tweet I saw on, on Twitter was uh, his, Barry Ferguson's agent must be an absolute cracker because he's managed to make an abysmal record at Clyde turn into a, a story about Rangers. <laughs> I suppose he's always going to get linked because he's an ex-captain and all that kind of thing, but aye, surely, surely that's not going to happen. Yeah, you might end up there as a, look, 
um, assistant or first team coach type of thing, but not as a a head coach or, or manager, depending what their He's not new title is going to be. Right. He, he will not get the top job. What, what you're right, he, might, he might get some other job there. He might get a under twenties job or something like that. Or, I know that's technically Graham Murray's job, but I think uh, when the new man comes on, Murray will probably want to leave at some point because uh, I don't think he's I don't think he's exactly too happy with the position he's in at the moment. Yeah, I think he's got. Remember, this is Kenny McDowell, doesn't he? It seems even worse than that because Kenny McDowell. Like it, it was almost as if Kevin McDowell looked like he wanted the job and Martin's just making no pretense of us whatsoever. I suppose that he's getting help from someone else, so I think I don't know, Alan McCoy's must be helping him, it must be after I would think. He's clarified that, that it's, but it's, it's a number of people that the Rangers board have recommended. Right. I'm not sure that makes it any better because I don't think I trust the Rangers board to do anything. <laughs> have they been getting Charles Green to give him advice from his hospital bed? <laughs> Maybe it's been Mike Ashley. Maybe Craig White. Craig White. <laughs> uh, but I. But see, going back to the championship just briefly, uh, with the fact that you said that St. Mirren have got a break at the weekend, there's an important fixture tomorrow night because A are playing Wraith Rovers, who are the teams in 8th and 9th. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Aye. Actually, St. Mirren are playing Wednesday night as well. They've got a drill home at Hibs. Oh. Who have they got at home? Hibs. St. Bernard home. Where they got? Oh, well, I bet you would. Uh. So, we're interested to see what happens or not. I liked how you said their Hibs have been added. Did they? Aye. <laughs> I was starting to say it was clarifying, just because I wasn't sure if you'd heard me. <laughs> <laughs> Might be an opportunity for someone to get the, um, the three points, because you wonder if Hibs will rest um, certain players ahead of the, the cup tie of the weekend. Maybe. Lead us nice lead to the Scottish Cup. We fancy any upsets? Nope. <laughs> so you're expecting Hamilton to go through then, Chris? Nope. <laughs> nah, nah, I can't say another than four home victories. No, um, you never know. I, I don't even see. I don't. I don't even see much trouble there. I think well, Rangers have had their woes recently, but I still fancy they beat Hamilton at home. I know they, they did draw. They drew them early in the season, but I think they aren't, aren't as quite as confident as they were then. Hibs have been up and down, one, but. One. Sorry, what? Well, I was just going to say, Hibs have only had 1 1 in their last 16 games. Yeah. So. Yeah, you don't, you don't really fancy them making that win here, but you never know. Um, Hibs at home at United. Uh, Again, like the Hibs are the lower league team here, but they've still managed to end up with a home draw against another lower league team. <laughs> so, and it's one that's struggling in the same division as them, so they're fairly. Yeah. You'd be fairly confident that Hibs winning that. Then you move on to Sunday games. It's Celtic St. Martin, Celtic are ridiculously good this season domestically. St. Martin are struggling in the Championship, so you can't. I think, I think I've seen St. Martin about 25 to 1 to win this game or something. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Uh, and yeah. then Aberdeen Thistle is probably the one that you would think might of all the four have an away mm-hmm. uh, have the chance of an away victory. But even then, I think Aberdeen at Bedoddy, Aberdeen are on a great run at the moment with their, their 10 wins at the last 11. Um, Thistle have lost one to the league as well. There's nothing there that says to me there might be a shock. Let's say Aberdeen Thistle's the closest and I still fancy Aberdeen. Yeah, I think 
I think you're right there, Chris. I mean, from my point of view, just um, playing caution here is Thistle have given us three good games this season, and the, the last the last game at Petorza they were really lucky not to leave a point. But no, um, so I'm wary, I'm wary from that respect. They are a, a decent side, but if we turn up um, like we have the last eleven games, we'll win. Well, I'm looking forward to it over there. Can't wait. Week up, two games in week 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 up game. I know. It's getting a habit. So that'll be three of the last four you'll have been to. I know. I've got, I, I, yeah, I'm going to the Samaritan game, or not? And I'm going to the Hamilton game tomorrow. What's happened to us? We're getting to go to games. Oh, it's day release all round. It's the light of this out, this room. <laughs> <laughs> so am I right in saying Rangers game is on Sky on Saturday, Celtic games on Sky on Sunday, and Aberdeen games on BBC on Sunday? Yep. You are that's right. And that's Just... And Hibs air is on Periscope. Like <laughs> <laughs> the last round then. <laughs> uh, I think well, so. as, as far as TV goes, we're quite spoiled this week because Hamilton Aberdeen's tomorrow night and it's on BT Sport and Inverness Celtic is on Sky Sports. I've run really. That's quite a lot of football to be watched. Yeah, well, all Celtic and Aberdeen as well. Yes. But I think Hamilton could cause a wee shock maybe but Hamilton are 8-1 to to win at Ibrox on Saturday. That'll be the one I think is most likely to be a shock. See, 8-1, it's worth a couple of quid. But I still really don't mm-hmm. see it. It's worth a couple of quid just in case. But, nah. No, I can't see it personally. Um, but it's Hamilton are in a wretched run of form just now. If you're, if, if you're really bonkers, I think the bookie tweeted there what, it was 49,000 to win for the four away wins. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, and I did. I, I did it at a service, by the way, because it's not twenty-five to one for something to win. It's forty-five to one. Oof. So forty-five. That's worth a pound as well. If you're not forty-five. Honest. forty-five to one. Eh? Oh my god! I've never um, heard the odds like that before. It's um, I know Celtic are in a great run and everything, but still, it's a one-off game. It's a Scottish <sighs> Cup. Anything can happen. St. Martin have been a good mm-hmm. cup team this season. Although if you want a wee um, half start, so it's, I think the last time Celtic and St Murn played each other at this stage in the Scottish Cup, St Murn won, but that was at um, yeah. you know, the new St Murn game when Billy yeah. Mehmet scored by penalty. Know. It was a week after we beat them 7-0 at Celtic Park. That's right. Because <laughs> Mark Crosa scored his only goal in Celtic career then, and that was a screamer. <laughs> So I think it's probably safe to say we're not going to include any of the Scottish Cup games in the charity bet. No, because there's not even any value in them. Aberdeen are the best price at 8 to 15. <laughs> Celtic are 1 to 22. <laughs> so we have got how many? We've got two championship fixtures, a premiership fixture. We have a full card in League 1. And League 2. And yeah. League Two as well, so there's still there's plenty of football there to be getting a, some kind of charity bet. Whether it's a winning one or not, we'll see. Do we fancy Kilmarnock at home to Motherwell five to four? With a run that Motherwell are on, yes. Now, I think Kilmarnock are in a decent bit of form at the moment, and Motherwell are pulling. So I think five to four Kilmarnock is a great shoot. I also think um, Sterling Albion away to Cowden Beasts maybe a shoot at ninety five. 
I was go- I wasn't happy to go with those two. I was going to suggest Kelly Mullins maybe both teams to score, but I'm happy to gamble and come on at winning because they're looking a bit more confident than Motherwell. They've still got injuries at the back as well, plus a team that's not playing well. So I think I was happy back come on up. Uh, and come on look £10 on that is £63 return right, so is that what I'm going for or just keep it nice and simple I would, I would keep it simple there's too many times one game scuffles us so if we keep it down to two we're kind of minimising the chance of that happening it's two <laughs> it's two better than evens uh, odds on them but I think I think they're good shouts still an option I'd probably the dodgier one two to the two but aye why not I mean, I could be for a rotten form. What was it? Sixty-three pound. What it returned? Sixty-three pound. Is that? Is that like cool? So, what about first goal scorer from somewhere? Our normal packs of all get dodgy fixtures because Aloha are away to Brecon, Livingston away to Queens Park, and Elgin's at home to Arbroath. And Arbroath been playing well. What about? Ian Russell of Airdrie. I'll hope it's Strand I'll hope it's Strand Maybe. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Aye, go for it. Right. Those odds will follow in the week once we have them from the good guys in McBookie. It seems like a short podcast tonight. I don't know. I suppose it's because we've not got any predictions to make with the uh, Bamership. We could make a prediction with Kamarnik Motherwell, though. But we're all predicting Kamarnik are going to win Since you've got me in charity a bit, so there's our prediction. <laughs> Um, so I get your mortgage on Motherwell basically um, I think that's what we need to say for that I'm sure Greg will be happy but Greg hates it when we bet on Motherwell so if we're betting against Motherwell uh-huh. maybe that will work in his favour for a change but I will just start to a cheeky double then and see what happens yeah so alright thanks for coming on guys well, thank you oh, thanks and enjoy the football and I'll see you tomorrow John Hopefully. Aye, probably. Yep. See you right. see at Hamilton. Yep. Right, see you later, guys. Cheers. Right, right, right. Thanks. Cheers, bye. <laughs>